Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 6 The Role of Women in Creating the Ideal World. Grafting onto the True Olive Tree. In order for humankind to make a total break from the false love, false life, and false lineage that derive from Satan as their false parent, it is necessary that we be grafted onto the true olive tree. That is, all people need to be grafted onto God and true parents in order to recover true love, true life, and the true lineage. This will make it possible for us to build heaven on earth as well as in the spirit world. This, in fact, is the final purpose of God's providence of salvation restoration, and recreation. Thus, the appearance of the true parents is an event of the greatest historic importance. They represent the conclusion and final fruit of human history. The true parents represent the completed form of human cultural history. They signify the victory of religion and philosophy within history. Prior to the emergence of true parents, however, there is required a period of restoration through indemnity, that is, a period of recreation. I would like to speak for a while about this historical period based on the biblical record to illustrate what a difficult process it has been. By understanding this, we can understand how important it is that we fulfill our responsibility today. In the record of the Old Testament, history was a course of indemnification, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, and a life for a life. The responsibility for the fall passed from Eve to Adam, with Satan at the center. As seen from the standpoint of Eve after she had received the seed of false life, the fall occurred when Satan took over God's position as Eve's father and became one with her to bear Adam. In the course of the fall, Eve placed the archangel in the position of her father and Adam in the position of her son. Consequently, women who, in the course of the history of restoration through indemnity, have come to stand in the position of Eve have risked their lives, when necessary, in order to assure that God's will is passed on to the next generation. When we study the historical record in the Bible, we come across a number of events that seem to defy explanation. God's original intention in his creation was that Eve would become one with God, her father, and with God's son, Adam. As a result of the fall, however, she became one with Satan and the false son, Adam. Immediately after the fall, God began working through the family of Adam in order to undo what had been done that is, to accomplish restoration through indemnity by the reverse course. He could work with Adam's family, because the fall had not deprived the members of this family of the element of eternality in which they had been endowed at their creation. Struggle between good and evil Cain, the first fruit of the love by which Satan took Eve, was recognized as being on the side of Satan, and Abel, who was born as the second fruit of representing Eve's love with her intended husband, Adam, was positioned on the side of heaven. This was the beginning of the history of the struggle between good and evil, aimed at fundamental restoration through indemnity. It was necessary in history that the second son be blessed so that the second son, representing heaven, could restore and claim the birthright of the first son held by Satan. Exemplifying this, Cain and Abel made offerings to God simultaneously, yet God received only the offering of Abel, the second-born, while refusing the offering of Cain. The reason was that the second-born at that time stood on the side of heaven. Had Cain made this offering through Abel, an orderly, reverse path could have been established between God, Adam, and the archangel, and restoration could have been accomplished. Because Cain killed Abel, however, 
heaven chose Seth and extended the providence to the generations following. Cain and Abel were brothers who had been born into this world. Because of their inability to accomplish God's will, God's next dispensation needed to be carried out within a mother's womb. Thus, when Rebekah asked God why it was that Esau and Jacob fought within her womb, God said to her, Two nations are in your womb. The elder shall serve the younger. Genesis 25-23 From that time, Rebekah came to take greater care of the second-born Jacob. Jacob had to restore through indemnity the birthright of his brother Esau. For this to be successful, Rebekah had to fulfill her responsibility in the position of Eve. The blow struck at the firstborn of Egypt during the course of the Israelites' exodus, and Jacob's crossing of his hands when he blessed Joseph's sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, both represent the hidden will of heaven to bring about a reversal of the rights of the first and second sons. In her fall, Eve deceived God, her father, and Adam, who was in the position of her son. Rebekah stood on the side of heaven and deceived the father Isaac and her son Esau, so that Jacob could receive Isaac's blessing. Jacob purchased the birthright of the firstborn and initiated the lineage of the Israelites on the foundation of a victory won through the cooperation of a mother and her son. He conditionally claimed the right of the first son and that of the second son for the side of heaven and established the foundation of victory for the nation of Israel that was to descend from him. Jacob, however, was more than 40 years of age at the time that he took full control over the birthright of the firstborn. Thus, the period of human life prior to age 40 remained without the condition of having won victory over Satan. Once again, therefore, God carried out a dispensation for the purpose of claiming victory in the womb. Tamar, the daughter-in-law of Judah, had in her womb the twin sons Zerah and Perez. Although Perez was the younger, he pushed his brother Zerah aside in order to be born first. In fact, the name Perez means to break through. Tune in tomorrow for the end of the speech on the unity of the world and humankind's responsibility. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.